Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 and AM 11.70 for your convenience. You can also get us on the web at www.kcbq.com. You can download the free app. You can go to iHeart. There's a million ways you can hear us. You just need to tell all your friends how to do so. We want to thank uh, Gun Range San Diego for all their support. These guys are absolutely amazing. 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego. 10 to 10, seven days a week. I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Go to gunrangesandiego.com. You can find out all the great uh, items that they have available, everything from a great gun library uh, that you can you know check out guns and go to the range, and you need training, that's there as well. They've got ammo. They've got classes. I mean, it's really a top-notch organization that really really embraces first-time shooters now you professionals out there don't get all nervous and think that you're not going to get a good experience because the folks that run gun range san diego are the experts so they'll know how to talk the talk but the beauty of it is they really cater to the young because if we don't guess what if we don't have that then what's the point of doing this we also have a couple of guests in the house we got joe dramisi how you doing bud Doing great today. Good to be here. And then, of course, we have Hollywood. How Always glad to be here and happy. Michael Schwartz is still trying to catch a fish. And I'm not quite sure where Lance went. I think he went someplace. So he's out bopping around with the family. And it's just us boys in the in the, in the the corral. We were hoping to get Jim Miller to call in. Did you find a number on him by chance? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Well, if he happens to give us a, a jingle, we can definitely... Uh, cater to that so joe since you're stuck with the first 15 (laughs) yeah and by the way joe is also with san diego county gun owners he's a board member uh did you start off with with uh, mike and this company um i i did not i joined i think they were probably seven or eight months into it when i got involved and um you know, I, someone else told me about it. I heard about it after one of the annual dinners, and um, then um, I gave Michael a call. I ended up joining, mm-hmm. and a couple of months later, I said, I really want to get more involved, and then he said, I got the thing for you, Yeah, well, I got and ended up on the board. Yeah. Well, and, and that's why we were kind of hoping that Jim was going to call in, uh, because I guess the Del Mar situation is not getting any better. It seems to be getting worse. Yeah, one of the things uh, I wanted to ask Jim about, because um, uh, for people that don't know about this, the uh, there's a, a board of directors, I guess the 22nd Ag Board, that um, manages the fairgrounds up there. And there have been a couple of, um, unfortunately, uh, what do you want to call it? I try to be nice about this. Uh, just kind of left-wing extremist don't anti-gun nice. call it what groups. it is. <laughs> well, there's a handful of people, and, and I really do literally mean a handful. I mean, there's, there's a couple of dozen of these people. And yet they've gone to the gun show to the board, and they've pressured them to try to get the gun show kicked out of the fairgrounds. And um, as of right now, they've been successful for 2019. Anyway, there's uh, two more shows scheduled for this year. Mm-hmm. And um, in 2019, what they've decided to do is suspend the show. 
until they uh, reassess. And, you know, it's just uh, some of the things they're talking about reassessing is is um, is including uh, a lot more of a, a gun safety thing with the show of, mm. of essentially not having guns at the gun show. Like, how and, does that even work? I mean, they're talking about we want to make this. It sounds to me, you know, because I've been to the gun show and then I and I just read the the brief report afterwards. But they're talking about, you know, we want to make it all about safety. That they do that already. Like, what are they really trying to? Well, see, and I, mean, that, I mean, I mean, what did they pass really? And that's the the thing with these these kinds of groups. They're they're disingenuous, I guess, is another nice way to say it. Part of it is they're intentionally deceptive, and then the other part is a lot of them really don't know, and they don't take the time to learn anything. Um, one of the, uh, I think, it was the head of that that um, the board there that that governs these things, the people that are making the decision, actually uh, was quoted as saying he'd heard that the um, that they sell hollow point ammunition at the gun show, and he was asking, is that even legal? And that's kind of the level of yeah. of ignorance that you see there. And you know, a lot of it <laughs> is not. I mean, it's it's not that these are not stupid people. It's just they're sometimes intentionally deceptive. Sometimes they just don't. What's their to learn goal? That stuff. What is their goal? Well, their goal, of of course, is to not allow guns in at all. I mean, that's their that's their overall goal. Okay. Sure. Well, I I have to admit, I've not been to the gun show because I'm working on KUSI on Saturdays, and I'm here on Sundays. But I was told that when you go to the gun show, it's not full of guns. No. There's already so many because California has a ten day wait. Which so is, I mean, so you're not going to see rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of guns. There, are you? There's there's a few company there's a few places out there that still sell guns at the gun store, but because California has a 10 day wait, you you can't you can't un- buy it. Unlike you know, uh, 47 other states in you know mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. America where you can get, walk into a store, you you pay for a gun, they do a background check, it's instant, and, and you're you down leave the with road. the gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. in California, there's a 10 day cooling off period for whatever reason, and even if you already own a gun, because, you know, the deal is, even though you have 10 guns at home, we want to make sure you don't want to use this gun to hurt anyone. Right, right. So you have this 10-day wait anyway. So gun sales at the gun show in California is pretty tough anyway, because even though you buy a gun from this manufacturer or this company or this store or whatever, you got to wait 10 days and then go back to wherever they are. And if they're North County, South County, East County, whatever – so I mean, it's not just it's it's not that easy to begin with. I mean, it's already a big obstacle. Yeah, it's not a car swap meet where you go down and you see a carburetor and you'll say, "Hey, let me have that carburetor." Exactly. Here's thirty five dollars. Right. I mean, there's still a ten day wait. You still have to uh, follow all the rules. And now they're saying, "Well, now we don't want guns down there at all." I mean, and I mean, the way California does it, it's already so hard to sell a gun at a right. gun show. It's kind of crazy. Well, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I, I was never a big gun show guy. I mean, I started going there just, you know, related to what I do with uh, the gun owners. And um, I was surprised at how few guns there are actually there. I was expecting, That's what I'm saying. I was expecting to see, like you're saying, row after row after row of guns. And, yeah, there are guns there, but there's a lot of other stuff. There's a lot of there's accessories, more, clothing, just other stuff. There's more beef jerky sold <laughs> at the gun show than there are guns. I think there is. And, you know, the gun show has been there almost 30 years, I think. 
five times a year. They've never had any problems. The sheriff uh, went and spoke at the meeting and said there's no um, not the sheriff, but representatives of the sheriff. Uh, so they've never had any trouble there. The head of security for the fairgrounds said they've never had any problems there. And, you know, these things that you hear from these these left wing groups, these anti gun groups about. Uh, gun show loopholes and things like that doesn't exist. It does not exist in California. There is no loophole. People believe that, oh, well, if it's a gun show, that... Uh, There's got to be a loophole. Yeah, that I basically what they believe is that you go to a gun show with a gun for sale. I go to the gun show looking to buy a gun. And, and I you say, and I go and in the bathroom. Make, and then we go and make this, you know, under the table... That's what I'm saying. We go in the bathroom and stall seven and right, exactly. exchange the gun. But that doesn't, happens. that doesn't happen. I mean, San Diego, San Diego County gun owners put up $10,000 if anybody could prove that that stuff was going on. Right. And, I mean, for $10,000, you would think somebody would try to prove it. You think? And they couldn't prove it. That it well, then, they, then those folks turned around and said, oh, that's just a publicity stunt. Well, it was a. Of course, it's, well, it was of course, it was a publicity stunt. It's just it puts so your money where your mouth wrong. is. So prove us That's wrong. right. Gosh, I don't know. It just it it you know. But you know what? When I say it doesn't make any sense, but when you really look at a lot of the things they do here in California, makes no sense. Well, it does. If you look at why they do it, because these things, you know, they always cloak this in public safety and reducing mm-hmm. crime, mm-hmm. and almost none of the laws that we have out here for regarding guns right um have not any almost impact. none pretty much all, yeah again i was trying to be nice but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much none of them uh impact crime or public safety because the people that they impact with these laws are not hurting anybody I was and say, they don't do name, that. name one gun law that has stopped a crime none well i, and, I mean i mean and what are they I, doing? I know we don't do call-ins because we you know we have yeah. such a short show but if you can name a gun law that has stopped a crime I want to hear about it. You can contact us on Facebook, contact yep. us on Instagram, whatever you want to do. There, you can't do it. There's no gun law that has been in effect that has stopped the crime. No. And 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 and, and if you're going to go after somebody, it's what's interesting is they're going after law-abiding citizens, but yet they're leaving the criminals alone with their guns. Why? Oh, that's too difficult. Plus, they might shoot back. Right. Well, again. To look on the bright side of this, though, um, you know, if they, they officially it's a moratorium for 2019 on the show, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's likely that the show is probably going to move from there. But on the bright side, the show is probably going to end up somewhere else in San Diego County. Sure. And I would rather see I, I mean, it's it's a matter of principle. I, I don't want to see it get a, get booted out of there for no. this goofy reason. But I would much rather see the revenue and everything go to a town that really appreciates it because if you believe um, there was an article in the Union Tribune a couple of months ago when they were arguing this and I think they said that that show generates four to five hundred thousand a year for the mm-hmm. fairgrounds up mm-hmm. there I would much rather see that money go to a community that appreciates it and I, I'd rather see the show someplace Absolutely. else actually you know uh, I think Santee and um, Lakeside yeah Lakeside. Lakeside I was looking at it too if right. uh, we could right. find someplace big enough right. <laughs> that's the problem but they, was it was it Lakeside or Santee or was it uh, La Mesa that where the city council voted to um, they they all got together and voted and said hey you know uh, we bring it here you bring it here yeah and so I, I'm sure it's out there in that neck of the woods uh, and there's you know like you said they've got to find a facility that's large enough but uh, you know we'll have to check that out hey let's take a quick break you folks are listening 
to Gun Sports Radio. Don't forget Trident Gunsmithing for all your gunsmithing needs. Go to www.tridentgunsmithing.com, 858-577-0576. Dan and Juan will take care of you just like family. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 961 and AM 1170. We are the answer. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a firearm, maybe a taser, or any other weapon for personal protection? Well, do you have, or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what are you going to do if you have to go to jail? Who's going to take care of the bail? Who's going to get you a lawyer? Who's going to get you out? Guess what? Firearms Legal Protection, they'll take care of it for you for as little as $10 a month. You'll have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. And it could be John Dillon from Gasky Dillon and Balance. Well, you'd be lucky if you got him. the best you can get. That's right. And that's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. Or call them at 469-310-9100. Normally, John Dillon calls in, but he's taking care of the kids today, and that's far more important than a gun show, in my book anyway. But if you ever need legal help when it comes to guns and uh, anything in that arena, then you want to go to Gasky Dillon and Balance LLP. You know, especially with all the new gun laws that are out here right now, you know, what's legal, what's not, what's California compliant, what's not. You well, know, don't and, don't take a chance, and don't no. walk into your local gun store because these guys. I mean, they we, just want to sell you a gun. Well, we try to be yeah. up to date as but much as we can, but trouble. when it comes down to your freedom, when it comes down to your rights as an individual, don't risk that. Call a lawyer. Call John Dillon and have him walk you through the basics, so you know that whatever you're doing for your California compliant firearm, that it is going to you know hold up in court without a doubt. In fact. Uh, go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com for any and all your questions. And if you're in the military or you're coming from out of state, I know there's a few people that are not, you know, all leaving California. There are some coming in. I don't know why, but they are. And you're carrying a gun or if you have, you need to go to John first before you make any moves or bring anything into the state. Because if you don't do it right, you can be in serious trouble. So with that being said, uh, we were, we were talking about the Del Mar situation and, and, and the fact that, you know, the gun show, in fact, the gun show is coming up at the end of the month, isn't it? it yeah, it is. Yeah. Again, yeah. The end of September, up, I think. Yeah. And, uh, so don't panic, folks. They, well, I think they've got two more to go after. they got two more that are scheduled for this year, and then next year is going to be on a hiatus unless we really get or you know, find get, another location. Well, right, until until we like really get activated and find another location or make them change their mind. Okay, so you've been to the gun show on occasion, correct? I have been, yes. So for a layman, what in a layman's terms, what do they? What would they expect to see if they went? It's um, it's very interesting. Um, aside from the uh, the food and the barbecue that uh, Joe was talking about, um, when you get there, a lot of people go there uh, to buy ammunition. There's uh, a lot of wholesale ammunition. The prices are good. Um, you'll see people getting there early and lining up for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we were saying earlier, there are a number of um, 
of firearms uh, manufacturers there and, and dealers there. Uh, but there's a lot of other stuff, too. There's a lot of old uh, – you'll see a lot of uh, historical memorabilia. I saw a lot of World War II, Korea stuff, uniforms, um, older kind of antique-looking guns, things like that, mm-hmm. uh, swords, just all sorts of interesting stuff, a lot of uh, clothing and other related things. So it's – you know, it's really uh, pretty interesting. I was surprised. The other thing, too, and this always surprises me – because I'm, you know, relatively new being active with guns. It's only been the last probably three or four years that I really started shooting again and got involved. But um, I'd always imagined, and I imagined this too the first time I went to the gun show, that I was going to see a bunch of people that were somewhere between Duck Dynasty and Rambo. That's what I was expecting to see. Mm-hmm. And you don't see hardly anybody. You see one or two, just probably the same sure. number that you would see at the beach or at the mall. Right. But um, everybody is, is really pretty normal, really pretty nice. Um, I've worked our booth there a, a number of times now, a couple of shows. And um, everybody that comes up is just really friendly, really nice, uh, fairly literate. And it's just, you know, it's not what some people imagine it would right. be. It's it's a really nice event. Do they do any classes? Do they do like any kind of, you know, just educational classes? Yeah, not that I saw when I was there. But again, there's a lot of expert type people there mm-hmm. in a lot of different areas, you know, right. related to what we do. And uh, there's a lot of good information there. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of places where you can sign up for classes. They okay. don't act, they don't do them actually on the spot on because the, okay. they're they're s- selling that, you mm-hmm. know, so they mm-hmm. can't actually give the classes while they're there because gotcha. they're they're selling their wares, so to speak. But there's a lot of opportunities to learn a lot while you're at the gun show, a lot about gun safety, hunting, mm-hmm. whatever you want to know. Well, it's and a good can, place to hang out with like-minded people. Absolutely. I mean, and if you want the experts, they're they're there. I and mean, Joe, well, I mean, you, I'm, I'm thinking about thirty percent of the gun show is guns. I yeah, I think that's probably about right. Like I said, it was surprising. I was surprised that how you know the first time I was there that how relatively few. Thirty percent is probably not that far off. I, yeah, I would think it's I would about think, that. Yeah, for all the vendors that are mm-hmm. there, it's probably about thirty percent are actually guns. A lot there's a lot of like I said, beef jerky, uh, antiques. Dry tip. Yeah, yeah, um, food. And then, again, the, the people who are um, training, the training opportunities, things like that. So it's really only about a well, third aren't of Aren't the there vendors. also adventures? I mean, like if you want to go on a hunt, I mean, don't those companies, those companies they come that do through tours? through now and then, absolutely. But, I mean, absolutely. they'll do tours will be there at the at the gun show, like if you want to go on a big. Like, like a Friends of NRA will be there. Yeah, and they have yeah. all these, like, really uh, reduced uh, priced uh, hunting trips where you know you want to do like a big dove trip down yeah, in yeah, New yeah, Mexico yeah. or a you know uh, or Argentina even I mean they they right. have all these great trips that you can sign up for and they're trips and I mean it's no different than taking a taking a boat you know going on a cruise or going yeah I was gonna say going you know flying to South Beach and doing a four day three night you know cruise you know on exactly. the, on the Pacific Princess or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And like we we're saying, the the education part is really important. I mean, for all gun owners and everyone, I mean, the more you can learn about the stuff, the more fun you can have and the safer you can be. And, you know, along the lines of education, we were going to talk to John this segment and, um, you know, talking about the legal stuff. But one of the things that's um, really uh, growing increasingly popular now around here is the concealed carry stuff, which... Uh, Thanks to Michael Schwartz and the uh, the gun owners and some other uh, people that helped out, we were able to get that that right back pretty much in San Diego County. Mm-hmm. And so now more and more people are doing it, and there's a lot to learn with that. And one of the things to learn about is is the laws again governing that because they're not obvious and they're not 
rational like you would think. And one of the things that came up uh, a little while ago was um, carrying in state parks. Because uh, if you remember um, in June, I think there was a, a man who was camping with his uh, two little daughters and he was shot um, in a park. And it was uh, it was Malibu Creek State Park is where he was camped out. And, um, you know, in, in the social media discussion that, that came after all that, uh, someone made the um, made the comment that, you know, what do you expect? Because uh, parks are a gun free zone. And I started thinking about that. So is that really true? I, you know, I didn't know. And started to look into it, and I just wrote a blog article uh, we published last week on on that. So there's a lot of information. Um, what we found out, if you look at the uh, San Diego County Gun Owners uh, website there on the blog page, you can read about that. But what I found was I went to the park's website, and it's not clear. It looks like all firearms are banned. And then as I was researching a little bit more, I found on the um, the Cal Guns uh, forum, and there was another forum where it looked like there was an exception for law enforcement, retired law enforcement, and concealed carry holders. Uh, but I didn't want to go on just something I saw on a forum on the Internet. Well, you don't believe so, everything on the Internet? <laughs> Come on. I wanted to trust and verify. That's what I was doing. And uh, so I contacted uh, a friend I know at, Joel, uh, at Senator Joel Anderson's office. He was and- here last week. Yeah, Joel was here last week, and uh, one of his uh, right-hand men, Andrew Hayes, actually, I mm-hmm. talked to, because I know Andrew from lots of things we do in Lakeside. And um, I asked Andrew if he could look into it, so he he uh, asked some of his contacts up in Sacramento, and they looked into it, and we got an answer back. And there is indeed an exception for concealed carry holders. So in the state parks, um, you can carry if you're, if you're permitted. They mm-hmm. said... Um, some places, if you're restricted, uh, you cannot. But in San Diego County, fortunately, our CCW permits are not restricted. Really? So that covers state parks. But again, back to that education thing. Okay, mm-hmm. what about county parks, city mm-hmm. parks, mm-hmm. other places? So it's like a minefield out there. But um, mm-hmm. learning how to do this stuff is very important. Well, I guarantee it. Once you get your CCW, I mean, and, and gone through all that. I mean, you got to be the safest guy on the planet with everything you got to go through. And that's what they say. If you read the studies, um, Dr. John Lott is real big on doing lots of different studies on that. He's one of the real actual academics, I guess, that, that got involved in this and does a lot of legitimate studies. And, um, yeah, they, they took uh, data from Florida, I guess, because Florida's got the most and they've been doing it the longest. Mm-hmm. But in Florida, they say that CCW holders are um, convicted of crimes at one-sixth the rate of police officers. And police officers obviously are a little more honest than the average citizen. Sure, so, sure, uh, sure. yeah, as a group, CCW holders are very law abiding. So, um, well, that makes the, sense. The whole bottom line in my world is why would anybody that, that that's a gun enthusiast, they know not to do anything stupid because the media would be down on them like, like nobody. Absolutely. Business. Well, and that's the other thing. 99.9% of gun owners are law abiding. Right. 99.9. Well, yeah, kind of an anecdotal thing. If, if concealed carry holders were actually shooting people, because you always hear this criticism that that there's going to be shootouts over parking spaces and this and that. Mm-hmm. If that really happened, you would see that all over the news oh. because that fits the narrative. They would be reporting that everywhere, and you never see that kind of stuff, or you rarely see they it. They just had a situation where somebody was, I don't know if he's trying to rob somebody, shot the guy, and then in, in, a, in a traffic you know, debate, some guy about two cars back, concealed carry, Pulled out, got, took care of it. Nobody talked about that on the media. Right, exactly. Not a word. Oh, yeah. All right. A law abiding citizen stopping a shooter. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more. But before I say I'm frustrated by the new California laws on ARs, 
Looking for a great, effective, and easy solution? Cali Key is where you need to be. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Check them out. All right, this is FM 96 AM 1170. We'll be right back. Folks, hey, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 in the North County, AM 1170 in San Diego. We are the answer. This segment is brought to you by Trident Gunsmithing. If you're a hunter, they are the place you need to be. They got anything and everything you need to get your license and get everything necessary, ammo, guns. And Trident is a phenomenal gunsmithing store. That's right. They can work on anything and everything, classics, black powder, the new stuff, you name it. These guys are absolutely amazing. Go to tritongunsmithing.com, and when you do, make sure you tell them you heard it right here on KECBQA 1170. All right. Hey, we got a special guest on the line. We got uh, Jim Miller. Hey, Jim, how you doing, bud? Doing very well. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Well, yeah. Hey, Jim, this is Joe uh, Dramisi. Good to see you here today, or good to have you here today. Yep, thank um, you again. Hey, wanted to ask you, um, we were talking about the uh, the gun show and everything that was going on up there with the uh, at the fairgrounds, and I know you were at several of those meetings, and I wanted to ask, um, you know, your take on that that situation up there and the the groups that, you know, that started all that up, because um, this, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is I know those groups actually showed up at your school board, because you're a, uh, a school board member, and it's Cone Valley, correct? Correct. Cone Valley... Uh, Union School District. We're out here in East County, and a lot of our schools are in El Cajon proper, and some are just outside the city limits. Okay, and that that same group showed up at one of your board meetings with the same kind of agenda. Is that that was also correct, right? Well, the uh, I, I think if we put all of the anti two A groups into one kind of setting, the answer to that is yes. Whether it's Moms Demand Action, Every Town or never again CA, which was primarily the uh, the orange T-shirt group who was fighting against the gun show. Yeah, frankly, they're all, all kind of cut from the same cloth, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they, liked, uh, they liked coming to our school board meetings because, of course, um, I'm on the board for the Santa County Gun Owners, and they can't stand the fact that there is a knowledgeable pro-Second Amendment pro-constitutional elected official um, on a school board because, I mean, God forbid that you have a school board official that actually follows the Constitution, <laughs> of which the Second Amendment is a part of. So there you have it. Yeah. So so what did they what, what did they want to accomplish by coming? What was their, their purpose there for coming to your school board meeting? Um, to be quite honest with you, your, your guess is as good as mine because <laughs> they're, they're not from our district. Um, people came from Carlsbad normal heights we had a the most recent person was a speaker who's a teacher for san diego unified but lives out in santee so he's neither a teacher in our district nor is he a resident within our district but he decided to show up because well not just myself but there's other members of our board who are endorsed by the san diego county gun owners pack and he was arguing that because we are uh, endorsed by the Second Amendment group, San Diego County Gun Owners, that, well, we should not uh, be qualified to sit on a school board because the Second Amendment is an antiquated 
amendment that needs to go away. Now, that's his exact words. And he's a teacher in San Diego Unified. And you wonder where kids nowadays are getting their information on firearms just by individuals like this teacher who, one, doesn't understand what he is teaching as far as the historical aspect of the Second Amendment, Mm -hmm. but certainly injecting his opinion on young minds and not just teaching what he's supposed to be teaching. So. Well, I think the teachers, unfortunately, and I have a great, great respect for teachers, and it's not all of them, but they really need to get back to teaching education and not opinion. But I don't know yeah. how we're going to fix that. And, and there's a lot of them that are fantastic, but yeah, the, the um, Brandon Jones, who uh, was president of the San Diego State Republicans organization and is a fraternity brother of mine, obviously 30 years practically difference. But um, he put together a, a, a teacher or preacher evaluation for the San Diego State as an example, whether this teacher is teaching the subject or whether he's preaching a political agenda. And that made some news and some hay about two years ago. But I know we're, we're getting a little bit off topic there. Circling back to the first question, guys. So the groups that showed up trying to fight against the gun show, and again, they're the... They love wearing the same matching T-shirts, uh, which is always interesting. <laughs> but speaker after speaker, when I was there, and I was lucky enough to be able to address the board as an elected official, as a school board, we sent me with a, a letter in hand supporting the gun show, not for, frankly, a Second Amendment purpose, because that's that's not a school board's fight, to be honest with you. But we supported the gun show based upon the educational component that you can get at the gun show, the firearm safety component you can get at the gun show. When these kids are learning nothing about guns other than through TV, violent video games, movies, but yet there's a family environment that you can go to a gun show and have a dozen vendors all talking about gun safety, gun protocols, self-defense for kids, that's a great that's a great opportunity, and it's a loss of an educational component. So that's where we said as a board, hey, we want to support the gun show because of the educational component. It makes a lot of sense. And then I was asked actually afterwards, well, they've talked about having it educational only. How's that work? I said, well, it's not going to work because it's not a free venue. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to have vendors there able to sell a product in order to make a profit so they can pay the venue. And then you have the educational component that just happens to go along with it. It's, it's a synergistic relationship that makes everybody in a win-win environment. So I, I, I answered that question. But I was able to approach the board. But after me, in the general um, comments by the public, and there were over 100 speakers. I don't know if you guys knew that. But over 100 speakers pulled cards. Every... Practically every single one that was wearing one of their colorful orange or other T-shirts, it was, I'm afraid. Mm. I'm scared. We need to take guns away because guns are bad. No facts, no statistics that weren't completely out of context. But all they could do was say that they were scared and that less guns would make them feel better. Well we still haven't gone to the problem and that's the crooks that have the guns that do the shooting. Precisely. I don't and none of those so groups, right. none of those groups bring that up. I mean, I, if you're going to come to me with a problem, I want to hear a solution. 
And, right. and their solution is to ban the guns, yeah. but it has nothing to do with the criminals who are acting. Now, some one gentleman, not wearing a colorful T-shirt, by the way, <laughs> stood up and said, hey, look, I've... I don't remember whether he said he was a DEA or FBI. I can't remember precisely, but he was some sort of federal law enforcement for 20-some-odd years. He says, I don't shoot, I don't hunt. But I'm telling you right now that you're, you're talking about a tool and not the root of the problem, which is the person who's using that tool. Mm-hmm. And getting rid of the gun show has no effect on the bad users of a gun or any other of any other tool. Right. So, he, I mean, that it's not as though that comment wasn't made. But this board, this appointed, non-elected board that runs this property, the president, I I was in shock of this. So my younger brother um, worked for Cubic, which is an international defense contractor, um, up until tomorrow where he changes jobs. But the president of this board, the 22nd Agricultural Board, is a past president, an immediate past president of one of the major divisions within Cubic. Again, keep in mind, a defense contractor. Wow. And this guy made comments from the uh, dais that he didn't even know what a hollow point bullet was, that he thought that they were illegal when he saw them being sold at the gun shows, when he went to the gun show. Um, now, look, I don't care what type of bean counter this particular individual was for Cubic, and maybe that's all he did. He just worked on the finances or worked on the numbers. But if you work for an international defense contractor, <laughs> you should probably have some idea of the products you're involved with. Mm. So that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with exceptionally ignorant and, frankly, intentionally ignorant individuals. And I think that is honestly one of the most difficult parts of those of us in the pro-Second Amendment, pro-individual rights uh, side of the ledger is trying to have a conversation with an individual that re- just rejects learning the terminology mm-hmm. and rejects learning the functionality. Right. And if, if they're not going to learn the terminology or the functionality of what they're talking about and just go off of pure emotion... You're not going to change somebody's mind by pure emotion. It just doesn't happen that no, way. No, no. And, and they're making themselves look ignorant to the general public, to people that know. Now, maybe the other colorful T-shirt people agree with what this individual is saying. Oh, yes. But the mass general public doesn't. And, and it's just it's kind of mind-boggling that they will sit there and make statements like you just mentioned about thinking hollow points were illegal. And it's just it's just mind-boggling. No, and again, for those of us that are in the know, it's crazy. But if they keep repeating themselves, which is exactly what they do, right? If they keep repeating themselves enough, those people, especially the younger people, the millennials that didn't maybe grow up in a in a in a, in a shooting environment or a shooting household, mm-hmm. they're going to believe what they're being told. Just like sure. you know, you learn on television, you mm-hmm. listen to the newscaster, and because they do not know, they take a false side. Whereas if they were to sit down and have real knowledge, they probably wouldn't take that side. Right. And then we're trying, and then that just builds their numbers. And now we're arguing again against an emotional base instead of a logical understanding of this is how these things function. Well, I still am waiting for somebody to, to ask these people, said, all right, fine, we closed down the gun show. What are you going to do about the criminals? And you, oh, they, they don't have an answer for that. Well, that, 
then I would keep pounding that question, you know, every time I seen him. I'd say, okay, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, because after a while, they're going to get frustrated because they can't spin it that much. It's crazy. Jim, thank you very much for taking time out of your Sunday. We truly appreciate it. You keep up the fight. We, 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 you know, we do enjoy it. And thank you very much for everything you do for San Diego County gun owners and folks. For 10 bucks a month, you can be part of the team as well. Don't uh, just sit back and think somebody else is going to fix the problem. We need everybody to you know get together, join San Diego County gun owners, and let's make a dent in this problem. And then let's go after the criminals. Jim, there thank you, go. Thank thank you very much, buddy. Thank you very much, Jim. All right, folks. Hey, by the way, uh, are you frustrated by the new California law for ARs? Looking for a cost-effective and easy solution that allow you to keep your AR featureless? Well, guess what? And still stay compliant. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. Check them out. Tell them you heard it right here on Gun Sports Radio. This is 96.1 FM, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. This is FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. KCBQ, if you were wondering. Hey, do you or any of your family members uh, keep a firearm or other weapons for personal protection? Well, do you or any of you uh, have a CCW or you're going to get one? Well, what would happen if you got involved in a situation and you needed help? Maybe you got thrown in the pokey. Well, if you hook up with Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month, you'll have a peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. Firearmslegal.com. Make sure you check them out. Hey, we got Lance Reeder on the line, and he's going to tell us about a really great charity event. It's a little bit down the road, but it's around the corner. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Good, Dave. Thanks for having me on the show. My pleasure. We got Joe Dramisi and Hollywood. He's in the house as well. As always. <laughs> hey, guys. So the the big guy went fishing, and the bigger guy we don't know where he went, but he went someplace, probably for a walk. <laughs> probably went for a walk. He's been walking like crazy. So what do you well, got? Thanks for having Yeah, tell us about well, your charity. For, well, we're gearing up now for our sixth annual uh, charity handgun and rifle course for uh, leukemia and lymphoma. And I say handgun and rifle because people get to choose whether they um, study handgun or rifle during this charity event. And um, I know... Uh, um, you guys have been an, uh, an awesome sponsor for this event. And I thank you guys at Gun Sports Radio for, uh, sponsoring this great charity event. And, uh, Joe Dramisi, uh, in the house, um, thank you. Uh, I know you come to the charity event and, uh, Lance Talkie, even though he's not in the studio today, um, comes to the charity event every year, as well as Michael Schwartz and his wife, Laura Schwartz. But, um, but to let your listeners know about what this is. As I said, we're gearing up for our sixth annual, and uh, this is a a unique event in the fact that 100% of the proceeds raised during this charity event go to fight leukemia and lymphoma. And uh, this past spring, we raised over $36,000 for leukemia and lymphoma, and we're literally saving saving lives. Um, At the same time, people are learning life-saving skills. And I want people to know that this is a family-oriented event. 
So it's not a bunch of He-Man guys out doing He-Man stuff. It's actually husbands and wives with sons and daughters, nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, grandparents, people from all ages um, training in a, in a family environment at uh, the, the largest and the best firearms training school in the country, which is just outside of Las Vegas uh, in Nevada. And I know it's a drive for uh, uh, people in Southern California, but that's okay because it's good to get out of town and uh, get a fresh perspective once in a while. And, and uh, I know I love getting out of town, but that's where we host it. And we have all the information as far as the, the when, where, how, why, cost, everything that people need uh, to know about the event at our website, which is www.charitycourse.gives. So it's not .com. It's www.charitycourse.gives. Now, this has been going on. You said it's the sixth year. So, I mean, um, mm-hmm. I, I've been lucky enough to be here on the radio show, you know, since the beginning. And, we, and we've uh, been able to see this thing grow and grow and grow. Talk about how it's grown from yeah. the first year to now. Well, yeah, you're right. Uh, so we're gearing up for year number six. Um, and... Um, uh, you know, the first year, I think we had like 57 people show up and we raised just over $5,000. And, and, uh, the next year it was 12,000 and then it was 18,000. I mean, it just grows and grows and grows. And the reason it grows is because it's such an amazing event. Everybody that goes to it wants to come back and they go back to work. They go to their families. Uh, they go to the friends. They tell 10, 10 people about what an amazing event it is. And out of that 10 people, you know, two or three will, you know, join them for the next year. So it's really word of mouth that people go to this charity event, have a wonderful time, come back and tell their friends. But um, it's, um, it, it's, it's really amazing to see this, you know, grow in such an organic way from, you know, 57 people the first year to 265 people uh, this, this past spring. Well, I'll tell you, Lance, too, it was, uh, I, I think it's really great that you guys do this every year. And I went last year and it was just, it was so much fun. And, and you know, whether you do the two day or the four day, whether you do handgun or uh, rifle, you're not going to get, I mean, for the donation that you make, you're just not going to be able to get that kind of a deal with that level of training like that for uh, that trip. Uh, aside from, you know, mm-hmm. the, the handgun, and, well, I did the handgun part of it, but the firearms part is one thing. But the people that went out there and the dinners that you guys organized and all the other stuff, was mm-hmm. it was just tremendous. What a great trip it was. Well, thank you, Joe. And, and I appreciate you coming out. And, um, and, uh, and you made some really good points. And, um, um, you know, uh, a person like yourself who comes from an ex- a background where you know firearms, you had training. In fact, you're a competitive shooter. And uh, for someone like you to come out and go to the charity event, and uh, check your ego at the door and say, hey, you know, I know how to shoot. In fact, I know how to shoot really well, but I can still learn more and I can still benefit some from, from some wonderful trigger time. And um, so it's a great testimony to have someone like you of your skill and caliber, because I'm sure most of the, the listeners, you know, are experienced shooters. But it's a great testimony to have someone like you come out and uh, and participate in the event and learn from the event and come home a better shooter. Um, and, you know, you came home with a ton of new friends, you know, and, uh, there's just, uh, it's a certain caliber of people that come out to this charity event. Everybody makes new friends and, um, and you're right. Um, we do some, uh, interesting things in the evening that, um, are optional. 
the first couple, the first two evenings, we do a huge outdoor barbecue buffet. That is just truly amazing. Um, uh, the third night, we uh, we do a dinner that's at a, uh, uh, a winery steakhouse. So we start off the evening with an hour worth of free wine tasting and then hors d'oeuvres, and we sit down and have a wonderful meal. And, and those are all optional things that people can participate in or, or choose to pass on if they want to. And But uh, it just adds to um, you know, the, um, the camaraderie um, of the event to be able to you know, spend the day on the range uh, practicing some amazing skills and, and then go home to uh, the hotel and, you know, take a shower and then go out and um, and see your friends again out, you know, for an amazing meal. Well, you know, and the other thing, too, no matter what your your level of ability is with firearms, if you spend eight hours a day, four days in a row shooting with um, a team of really knowledgeable instructors. I mean, it was just, you you mm-hmm. have to improve. I mean, no matter what your skill level is. And the way those mm-hmm. classes were structured, too, there were people in our group that were pretty much beginners uh, all the way up to people that mm-hmm. were very experienced. And the way they yeah. pace it and the way it's structured, the experienced people are not bored. The beginner-type people are not overwhelmed. It's It's really impressive the way it goes. Yeah, that's the unique thing about this school, and it truly is the number one firearms uh, school for civilians in the country. And and the curriculum really is unique, and I'm glad you brought that up um, because we do, uh, you know, on the same shooting line, we may have some beginners who have never uh, touched a gun before, don't own a gun. You know, they simply rented one in the pro shop at the charity event, and they're there to learn. And on the same firing line, you've got some law enforcement officers because uh, we have about eight or ten law enforcement that come out to this cheer event every year. And these are people that are highly trained, carry a gun on their hip every day for a living, and they still benefit by coming to this cheer event every year and having instructors watching them, fine-tuning them, running them through, through drills, getting more trigger time, increasing their speed and accuracy. So you're right. It's really unique how they have a curriculum that beginners and experienced shooters can be on the same line running the same drill and both learning and getting better. And, um, you know, the beginners are going to be going slower, you know, and, and their accuracy isn't going to be as, as great because they're beginners, you know, which is where we all started as, you know, as, as beginners. The intermediates you know, are a little faster and a little bit tighter grouping on their shots. And the experienced shooters are extremely fast and getting even faster. Their accuracy is really good, but getting even finer. And so, yeah, it's amazing to see people of different skill sets on the same firing line doing the same drill, and everybody is getting challenged. Well, I tell you, if you want to uh, pick up a good firearm to go out to uh, participate in this um, uh, this event, Gun Range San Diego, we're coming up on our four-year anniversary, and we're going to do a 4% over-cost sale coming up here in November. Ooh. There you go. Uh, so you can get any firearm, rifle or pistol, because you can shoot either at this event. And you can get rifle or, or mm-hmm. handgun for 4% over cost coming up on our anniversary. Oh, man, that's, that's awesome. amazing sale. All right. Hey, Lance, throw out the website one more time, and then we got to hit the road. You bet. Well, thank you again for having me on the show. All the information, and you can sign up for monthly email updates if you go to the website, www.charitycourse.gives. All right, buddy. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you. All right, folks. Hey, are you beginning intermittent or advanced pistol shooting and you want to shoot outside and have some fun? Well, every first and third Saturday of the month, 7 to noon, Lemon Grove Gun Club in Alpine 
All in kind of cash is 15 bucks. Check them out. 619-540-9600. 619-540-9600. And don't go anywhere. you got a show coming up next. It's called Little Joe's Big Show right here on 96.1 FM and AM 1170. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.